0: Simplicity, where we discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Mick. I'm Craig. And together we run a website called manifest simplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more meaningful life. What are we looking at on today's show, Craig? You don't know. It's right in front of you. <laughs> it's there. It's right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what we've learned today is that Craig can't read. <laughs> on today's episode, we're gonna
1: look at Overcoming homelessness, how getting everything you want is rarely the answer to your problems. You can't read this next word, can you? <laughs> m- m- mispronunciation of simple words. <laughs> mispronunciation. Why are you laughing so much?
0: Mispronunciation uh, of simple words. <laughs>
1: It's the way you've written how getting everything you want is rarely the answer to your problem. <laughs> oh, I, missed that one word. I did it in a rush, okay? Oh, I did uh, it in a rush. It's just made me laugh. I was reading it and it tripped me up, and then the one underneath is mispronunciation of
0: something. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> oh, God, what a good start to the podcast, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to episode 217, where we have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Just freelancing it. Um, as you can tell, we are slightly hysterical. Um, however, would you like to fill me in on something that made you a little bit annoyed or angry this week?
1: I'm a little bit annoyed at the fact that you shaved your beard off.
0: I did shave. Oh, it literally says that in your Make notes. Shave. <laughs> I shaved my beard off and let me fill you right in on what's about to happen after the show. Oh, I'm going to shave my head as well. Are you actually? Uh-huh. Oh, forgot. I'm oh, shaving me. You're going to look like a naked mole, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> like all oh, this face has been hidden for so long, yep. and now you're letting it free on the world. Yeah, I'm letting my chin out, letting my chin breathe. I'm oh, away. My the crimson chin. Put the chin away. And my favourite animal, chinchilla. Oh. That's right. Yeah? Favourite thing to say before I drink something, chin-chin. Chin-chin? <laughs> yeah? I don't you like the favorite of band? your Favourite band, neck deep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Favourite uh, type of warbling? Throat. <laughs> why are we so
1: hysterical this time? I don't know. Um, so yeah, like, it's annoyed me that you've shaved. I don't know why.
0: Just You look completely different. Yeah, I do look completely different, but I will have also shaved my head. However, <laughs> so by the time this comes out, I'll have a shaved head. However, I will be, just be wearing a hat, so it will make zero difference. You always wear a hat. The so. only thing that it will do that um, will be any different will be that it will be easier to dry my hair when I get out of the shower. And much, le- much less hair in the ears, which oh, is what I hate. We're coming up to is. summer, and I want less hair equals less maintenance equals more minimalism. Ooh. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> get rid of your hair, everyone. So what we've learned on today's episode is get rid of your hair if you want to be a minimalist. Yes, and uh, if you like what
1: we've been speaking about, leave us a five-star review. This isn't the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, something. That's just the end of that question. Uh, what is
0: something that made you extremely happy this week? I know exactly what it is. <laughs> I know exactly what it is. Before I looked at your note, <laughs> I knew exactly, But just because of the giddy little smile on your face.
1: I, this week, was elated. Uh, okay, so
0: just a heads up to people, we are recording this two weeks ago. Yes. So two weeks ago, I was happy about this. I have
1: made a lot of progression, uh, both mentally and with my habits and like routines, basically around minimalism. The my thinking, the way towards it all, and I am just very happy with the progression on that. But side note on that, uh, one of the people that got me into minimalism, other than Mick, um. Mm-hmm. Was a guy called Matt Diavella, who some of you probably listen to on YouTube. He has a podcast, and this week he posted a question on his Instagram uh, that me and Mick re- replied to on Manifest Simplicity's Instagram, and he actually liked the comment. Oh yeah. Um, so I then. He, what was he talking about? He was talking about social media, the use of social media. Yeah. And, and we've said
0: and... if you like this topic, you should read our essay, which is called Strikes, yeah. which is about. Only posting our successes on social media. And not our buttable. We, we also talked a little bit about it in last week's episode. So we if you did. want to go back and listen to the episode called Fire, which references Fire Festival, spelled F Y R E, um, last week's episode was a little bit about that as well. So,
1: so yeah, so Matt Diavella has liked the comment and mix uh screenshotted it to me the notification for it and i just smiled about it i was just so happy that he'd actually acknowledged a comment we'd made using the instagram so i then it, it prompted me to post on my Inst- my own instagram a picture of matt DeVeller and basically explaining how happy i was that i we got that recognition um, and I woke up the following morning to him liking the post that I'd made, mm-hmm. uh, which it just it set me off in such a good mood all day. It, it was just nice to be recognised by someone that you respect and has teach you, taught you, sorry, so much. Uh, yeah, and they like have getting no, recognised by no one of your idea.
0: heroes, like. yeah, like they have
1: no idea that that's the impact they've had on me. Mm. So I wanted to make him aware, but other people aware as well uh and he yeah he liked the, the the post and the picture and i imagine him i mean he's got the blue tick next to his name so he's obviously a very wide account he's, he's popular enough for that so Big he man. must get messages tags everything all day long all the time and i know how he manages his time like he doesn't check his emails every day he allocates time a week to doing that and yeah. i imagine he's similar with social media so getting that message and that like for me is huge like yep. for me sorry it was nice. huge So sick
0: Yes, shout out um, Matt Devella. He also he
1: is also my shout out. So oh, is he really? Yeah. Okay, so good. the work that he's doing, the videos inspiring creativity. Because for me, writing was new. Mm. Writing was something I was, you know, like you have one of those like like a natural talent like for me getting thrust down writing what i'm not saying i'm great at it but for me it's not effort i just enjoy doing it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, to perfect it is the effort but yeah. to just do it is nothing mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it so same as english in school I, I actually enjoyed that out of the three the science math and english english was my favorite yeah um and matt has pushed me to spend more time doing that organize my phone differently so i'm more intentional with the way i do things and, yeah Um. Yeah, he's pushed me into, into doing more of that. So, yeah, shout out Matt Diavella. Yeah, good shout um, out. Thank you for inspiring me, I guess.
0: Yeah, good. Good stuff. Wasn't his intention, but he did it anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I... I uh, he's... Um, so, basically, I got to know him... Um, well, not personally, but I got to know of him when he um, released a series called Making Minimalism on YouTube. I had just watched the Minimalism documentary back in 2013, Um, and uh, he was the guy who directed it. So he made that film. Um, And then I caught up with his podcast and the kind of the things he was posting on YouTube. But the the way he talks about creativity is kind of what inspired me into wanting to start this blog and us into wanting to write more, um, was that if you can get all of the excess out of the way, then you allow more space for yourself to do the things that you're passionate about, um, which which we have developed ourselves as we've yeah. gone along. We're passionate about posting um, inspirational things and kind of um, writing essays and doing this podcast and trying to help as many people as possible discover a more meaningful life through kind of intentional living and minimalism. And we both have very
1: different, not very different, but we both had different outlooks on it. Like yeah. I'm very uh, habit-based, routine-based, organised, structured, and you're very, like, like you said earlier tonight, you were a very... Um, I'm a man. Like of, you're an extremist. I'm a man of extremes. Yeah. So, yeah, so once something catches in. me and
0: I and I feel a connection to it, I go all the way. Um, relationships, jobs, um, hobbies, things like that. I every time something clicks, I like will jump in both feet. So that's that's how my minimalism journey journey started, and it was kind of kicked off by yeah the minimalism film. People like Courtney Carver and Leo Babauta who have like interesting outlooks and yeah and like you say everyone lives a different version of what we're living so it's interesting to take people's perspectives and Matt has definitely been one of those people that we've kind of looked towards. Yeah
1: because you were really excited when Courtney Carver liked something we'd done didn't you? Yeah so. so
0: basically what it shows is that the, the people out there who are doing, um, who are doing things related to what we're doing are not only um, super approachable, but also will appreciate when someone does something really good. So oh, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks Matt, thanks Courtney, thanks everyone. Basically, uh, shall we get to the good news? Yeah, good bit of good news. You can go first. I will I like go it. first. So here's my here's my me my my BN B N B N the yeah, This is not, and if you want to buy BNs, you head to <laughs> manifest simplicity forward slash, slash BNs. BNs. And if go to the BN website and enter manifest at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your next order of BNs. That's not true. Don't we're, we're doing fake adverts. It's a fake advert, it's not real. Uh, woman with Alzheimer's keeps job after store continues to retrain her. I thought I read that as restrain. woman with
1: alzheimer's keeps job after store continues to restrain her (laughs) well done store you're doing a great job so it's the shout out for the woman with alzheimer's at the store at this point (laughs) I'm entirely unsure well done for restraining this lady but also a lady with alzheimer's well done for keeping your job oh god
0: what a lemon um okay Uh, (laughs) Uh, Most workplaces do not have the time or resources to accommodate employees with dementia. But this grocery store has received heaps of praise for going above and beyond for one of their 61-year-old workers. Miss Solomon had been working at Sainsbury's for a year when she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Prior to the diagnosis, she had been forced to leave her job as a bookkeeper because she had become increasingly disorganised. After quitting her bookkeeping career, she got a job at the Sainsbury supermarket in Kenton, North London. Oh! Which is eight minutes from my parents' house. Oh. And that Sainsbury's, I've actually shopped in. No way. How crazy is that? Um, and shout out to Ryan, um, who was my, my, one of my best friends from back home. He lived in Kenton for a long time. It's where where our university was.
1: So we're shouting people out for mentioning
0: where we live. now. Yeah, he's my my boy. We were mentioning him last week's episode as well.
1: Shout out to Anton uh, for for being in Birmingham. I've been to Birmingham once myself.
0: (laughs) Such a leaven. (laughs) Um, So we got through last week's episode without mentioning Anton at all. But we both remembered But Right as soon as we pressed stop on the recording, we were like, oh, didn't mention Anton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so we'll mention him twice on this episode to make up for it. But we um, won't tell
1: you when. It'll just happen.
0: Uh, upon being informed of her diagnosis, however, the Sainsbury's has started doing everything in their power to make sure that Miss Solomon felt valued and comfortable. Um, for context, blah, you know, blah, 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 blah. For the next four years, Sainsbury's did everything to keep Miss Solomon on the team. They changed her hours. They stayed in constant contact with her family so they could provide updates on her condition at work. They regularly retrained her. And kept her co-workers informed on her condition, so basically, when she forgot how to do her job, they didn't say you can't work here anymore. Yeah. They said, "Well, let's help you out. Let's retrain you. That's yeah. fine. It's not your fault. It's an it's a it's a uh, a disease that you're struggling with, and we're we'll, we're here to help you." It's not fair play, Sainsbury's. Well, and Sainsbury's it doesn't mean that you should be debilitated just because no. you have because a that she probably well. Things.
1: She probably, I mean, she probably felt bad for, not bad, but, what's the word I'm thinking of? A, a disadvantage for having the Alzheimer's. And they've just gone, nah, sod
0: that. Yeah. you cool. One of the... Um, Mrs. Solomon. One of the, I believe it's her... There have been so many times Sainsbury's could have let her go. Instead, every time my dad was called in for a meeting fearing the worst, it was because they had noticed a decline. And were concerned about her and wanted to know what more they could do to help.
1: That is sick. She, she might have started saying, every little helps. And they've gone, no, that's Tesco's tagline. Yeah. <laughs> every little <laughs> helps. Yeah. <laughs> that's Tesco's tagline, yeah,
0: that's, love. That's as a surprise. Um. She now has a Twitter account. No, no way. Does she post on it herself? I think. Last updated
1: seven years ago. <laughs>
0: Uh, she, um, has left the job now. Left voluntarily? Correct. Oh, fair play. I mean, she would surely be at retirement age now. Uh, so basically the Sainsbury's stores in the UK have held weekend fundraisers for Alzheimer's awareness and research in Miss Solomon's honour. Oh. So lots of good things going on at Sainsbury's. Lovely little Miss Solomon. Good job, Sainsbury's. And well done for
1: restraining her.
0: (laughs) Well done for standing by a staff member who was struggling with something like Alzheimer's. Well played. Good job. What's yours about?
1: Mine is a young teenager, uh, 17-year-old Dylan Chiddick. He was homeless. um, At 17. Yeah, yeah, man. Bad, bad, bad times. Um, And he's basically ended up combating that and now is a cool dude. He has ended up getting seventeen. He ended up getting some degrees, and uh, when he fa- uh, well education, mm-hmm. and uh, he's from New Jersey, and he's been offered seventeen acceptance letters into colleges. Whoa. So they're not just like conditional things that like they are fully. It's like we will get, take you're, you. are in. You're, you're in. in. Yeah, if you agree, you're you're in. That's crazy. So
0: thing? so it came. Uh, overcame homelessness... Yep, yep, yep. ...to now get 17 college acceptance letters. Yep. That is insane. Does he know where he wants to go yet?
1: He wants the University of New Jersey. Okay, Uh, home. He wants to stay at home. Yeah, I don't think... Very
0: smart decision. If you're ever thinking about going to university, try and live at home, it makes life much cheaper. I
1: don't think he's heard anything from them yet, but he's hoping that 18 is his magic number and that he'll get that offer at some point. Mm. So it says... Here, basically.
0: 18's his magic number. <laughs> 17's good,
1: after, I'm after 18. <laughs> after moving from Trinidad at just seven years old and becoming a citizen, Dylan and his family went through countless heartaches. His younger twin brothers are living with serious heart conditions and his family has been in and out of homelessness. Uh, the Jersey City students set his goals high and met them, becoming the senior class president at Henry Snyder High School and being inducted into the Honour Society. Sick. So he's he's just absolutely Killing smashed it. it. He's proven that being an underdog doesn't mean anything, and he's just put his mind to it. And now he's getting all these acceptance letters. Good job, Dylan. Well done, Dylan.
0: Yes. Uh, the costs for all the college applications were waived.
1: Yes, they were. Yeah. So he doesn't have to pay. Nope.
0: What a lad.
1: Uh, yeah, and when he figures out where he wants to go, uh, Chiddick says he wants to study political science. Okay, so nice. So, fair
0: play. Lots to be learned.
1: Dylan is 18. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, Dylan Dylan is hoping 18 will be his lucky number and bring him 18 choices for a bright future. Oh, when he turns 18. Yeah. Lad. When he figures out where he wants to go, yeah, he wants all the costs have been wavered and everything. So. That's
0: so sick, boy. Good job, Dylan. Yep. Well done. Well done, Dylan. The stories of overcoming today, lots and lots. I of like them. it, and if you would like to hear more about overcoming, you can go back and listen to podcast episode number. I don't know, like number two or 180. something. One hundred and eighty. One hundred and seventy-three on Radio Fun FM. Uh, I can find it. It's here. uh, overcoming was episode three. Episode three, I was very close. Um, today's episode, however, is about um refunds. It is. It's all about refunds. You know when you know when customers ask for a refund. Yeah. And they all have the same haircut, and they want to talk to the manager. I was told that if I walked in... Yeah. Were you, love? Were you really? Of course you were. Um, so this essay is called Refund, um, and basically it was sparked by a conversation I had with a dear mentor um, at work, actually. Um, and we were talking about him achieving a lot in his life and still not feeling like he has completed the... Um, the game, the level. The, the game, the level um, that we have been set forth upon. Um, so this essay is called Refund. If you would like to read it, or maybe I won't read all of it. Um, but it is long. It's a pretty long one. Um, but if you want to read the entire essay, you can head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash refund. It has been out for like three days, so you should have already read it. This is how it works. The essay comes out on Friday. You read it over the weekend, the podcast comes out on Monday, all right? So... This is called refund. I might just go all the way through. Go. Even the people who think, even the people who we think have made it are looking for a more meaningful life. Where we work, there is a guy. He is awesome, like a father, like a brother, like a cool uncle. He is at the top of the business we are in and has everything it takes to be successful. A zoomed out view on business development, a people first approach to growth and a genuine passion for the things we sell. He has succeeded in love, in life, and in business, but he isn't happy. We had a just in passing conversation today. I just feel so overwhelmed by something, like even though I've paid off the mortgage and provided a future for my kids, there's something important missing. Sometimes it takes takes us getting everything we want for us to discover that what we've got isn't what we needed. The dream we have been sold clearly isn't the answer. This is going back to what we spoke about last week. The world of Instagram travel bloggers and fashion influencers, and look what I've got frequent flexors, are selling a life that is not only unsustainable but unfulfilling. That's clearly not a life to chase. These people are often unhappy, often unfulfilled, and seldom as excited about the life they live as they make out they are online. Everyone knows it's not real but it still makes a significant impact on how we perceive success. But what about just normal success? What about just keeping up with the Joneses, not the Kardashians? What today's Corridor Conversation told me is that everyone, no matter how successful, can benefit from exploring a life with less. That even normal success is not the answer to the problem of how to live a meaningful, fulfilling life. And that no one is immune from the dull hum of mindless, pointless, compulsory consumption. There is probably a happy medium. There is probably a way to have both. The problem comes when we forsake our values and beliefs to chase things we don't need. Yes, money is awesome. It opens doors, fuels change, and provides a great incentive for forward movement. And success is good too. It allows us to promote our peers, use a skill, Use a skill to help a wider audience and implement our ideas. But if we forget about the why of life, those things mean nothing. I want to live simple, but I also want to live successful too. Just not the type of success the world would have you believe is required. A minimalist's idea of success is not what you'd expect. But I promise you this, it's definitely more meaningful than the dream we've been sold. No one is immune. We are both... We are being sold a dream that doesn't exist, and everyone is at risk. With every thumb that touched a screen, with every mouse that slides across a desk, with every word that spouts from the mouths of the people in charge, we are pushed towards a life of consumption. For fuck's sake, even our country's value is based on how much we make, sell, export and trade, not on our relationship to joy and fulfillment and meaning. If the dream we are being sold doesn't lead to meaning, I want a refund. Oh, and you can't get one because you're out of your 14-day return period. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you've enjoyed this episode, then you can... Uh... Yeah. So, so you can't get a refund on the last 23 minutes because you've wasted them listening to us. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so basically I had a chat with this guy and he was saying that he's achieved all of this great success and he um, has... Um, two homes and a lovely wife and kids who are kind of moving forward and moving up. Um, and he can afford all the things that he wants. But he said that even though all that stuff is, is great, he feels like he's unfulfilled and incomplete.
1: You can see that on that person every day though. Like every day is a hundred percent in on growth of people, growth of product, growth of business. Yeah. but it's not growth within himself. Yeah. And I know we've both had conversations with this person where excuse me, sorry, they um, they want more all the time and they want to push for more all the time. Yeah. But more not more as in more money or more items, it's more fulfillment and more meaning.
0: Yeah, I think I think it raises an interesting question that we've kind of explored before but haven't gone all the way in depth on. Is that the goals of uh, the goal of minimalism is not to prevent you from succeeding. No, what it it's not a like oh if you just have less stuff then you'll be happy all the time. But the flip side of that is that if you have lots of stuff, it doesn't automatically mean you're happy. It, you can you can have lots of things um, and still be unhappy. So what our approach to the to the world is as minimalists is that because that's true. Because having lots of things doesn't make you happy, there must be some truth in the other direction, which is having fewer things allows space for you to grow Mm. into the space you've made.
1: And the things that you do have bring value and happiness to your life. You you
0: appreciate those things more because you have less. And
1: you need them more often. So you might have like a room full of toys that you never took, but that one toy you carry around with you all the time or As as a kid... You you're gonna get more value and more happiness from because it's there all the time than you are as opposed to that room full of toys you've got in the in you know stashed away somewhere.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's interesting because um, if we're always chasing, oh, this is the other one of the other quotes that we've kind of, I feel like we need to cement some of these and then post, start posting them somewhere. But the um, quote that talks about chasing up, and then chasing down. Like if you're always chasing up you can keep you keep going forever and you never reach where you want to get to but if you chase downwards and you're looking at contribution to others and personal growth and owning less and appreciating more then eventually you hit the ground and you you then can move mm-hmm. um i think the analogy would be like climbing if you're in the middle of a ladder climbing up leads to more ladder climbing down will eventually lead you to the ground um so the yeah, I think we need to nail down some of these some of these uh like little snippets that we've been toying with. But that's yeah. one of the ones that kind of applies to this situation. We were talking to this um to this person and he was saying, Look, I've got all the things I need. Um, I also have lots of things I don't need. Um what I'm chasing after now is yeah, like greater meaning. And when we first started doing this blog and this podcast was one of, the, one of the things that we wanted to kind of discuss on a regular basis was how do you get that without having to buy all of the things that the world tells you you need mm. and without having to chase after the, the dream that the world has sold us um, because the dream that the world has sold us, not only is it unattainable, um, even if you do get it, you realize it's actually not what you wanted in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And what you wanted was most of the time you already had it which was your friends and your family and your experiences and the memories and the things that the things that matter can't be bought sold or shelved I think the same goes for a lot of celebrities as well, because I think a lot of them, or even a lot of
1: these people that do these reality TV shows, yeah, they yeah. want the fame there, at, like potentially, they want the short term fame. But when they start getting followed around with paparazzi, yeah. news articles about them, they get on TV shows, there are people waiting for their autograph, getting quoted in the street, things like that. Yeah. Then that, and your life becomes on the world stage Mm. that's what people don't want they don't want that because they just they do want to be grounded they do want their those days when they just want their family their close friends around them they want to be left on their own they want to walk into the street and not be noticed they just want to go about their daily lives like Mm. and i think for those people the short term fame and the experience and the goals were good but realistically it's not what's making them happy yeah making them what's making them happy is the things they originally had before they were famous yeah but also being famous i'm not saying you can't enjoy it someone like kevin hart for example recently was boasting about the his relationship between him and the rock he's feeling blessed for the work that he does to the talent and the level that he does it yeah but also how he can still connect with his fans but also keeps time privately for his wife, his kids and yeah, his yeah. friends and stuff like that as mm. well. So he, he finds a good balance between the two and he's happy with that, but yeah. obviously some people wouldn't be.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to to hear things like I've not got what I want from people who the world and us would perceive to have everything they want. Um, if you hear it from people like us who are kind of just normal normal in, bon- in, in bon- <laughs> bonnie ears, um, normal people, if you hear, oh, get, being successful is not going to answer all your questions, they'll be like, oh, great. Well, thanks for that. You're not successful. So how do you, t- how, how do you know? Yeah. Um, if we hear it from someone who is successful, you're like, oh, wow, really? Because I kind of thought it was. Yeah. I kind of thought that me getting yeah. to where you are was yeah. going to make me happy.
1: You're in a position that I'd like to be in if, if possible. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not going to say no what, to that.
0: What I want is what you've got. So, you, what you're telling me is that if I get what you've got, which is the thing I've been chasing after my entire life, I'm still not going to be fulfilled. Nope. So, what that means is that because we've got the end game and proof that that's not the answer, we should attack it before we even think about getting there. Because if we can kind of be more... Um, content? Yeah, I think content and more yeah, appreciative of the things, of the smaller things, you can then transfer that up the scale like you said when you get a bit more success mm-hmm. you can then say look like all of the things that i that made me who i am i've taken with me up the scale and I, those are still the important things to me i'm just more successful um if what you're chasing after is the success because you think it's gonna tick some magical box for you and you yeah. gonna win the game then you're sadly mistaken because yeah. even the people who are successful go this isn't it Um, one of the other people who, I mean, it's very different levels, but the guy from our work who obviously is super successful, but also Jim Carrey had this same quote. Okay. Uh, He said, I wish everyone would get famous and successful so they could realize it's not the answer. Uh, Ah, yeah. I've heard this before. It takes like uh, only he or only someone of his like grandeur could say that and it makes sense. As if, like I said, someone like Keanu
1: Reeves is very similar, yeah, as well. like, so he's, he does a lot he, of like he, charity work. I
0: imagine like. Keanu Reeves to be a minimalist, mm. um, because he's not really bothered. I mean, obviously, he's in some incredible films. He's in one of my favorite films of all time, The Matrix. The Matrix, he's in The Matrix, um, which was an incredible film. He's in the John Wick movies, I love the John Wick movies, it's so good. Um, he was in lots of other good stuff,
1: dude, wears my car
0: dude where's my car yeah he was um, so yeah like he he kind of tri- strikes me as someone who's kind of got it right and he realises that success is not the end game success is just something you can achieve yeah. but it doesn't mean that. like if you put your identity in getting that
1: you suddenly become someone else um, when you when you are successful you don't become someone else you're yeah. still you're Keanu Reeves yeah. from wherever you were from and yeah, wherever you are for a minute. The, um,
0: the other quote that is really interesting um, is actually from Irv Blitzer. from. Um, Who is Irv Blitzer? He's, from, he's the coach from Cool Runnings. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Cool Runnings reference in today's show, everyone. Um, and he's talking to DeRees, who's the uh, captain of the Jamaican bobsleigh team. This is it a true story. Uh, I believe it was, it's yeah. It's cool called running's a true story, yeah, based on... Is. I think it is a true story, yeah. Uh, anyway, Jamaica bobsleigh La- Bob team sounds ridiculous. It is. Jamaica's a very hot country. They're known for sprinting. Um, they These guys don't get in the track team, so they want to go to the Olympics. They go to the Winter Olympics in Calgary, and bobsleigh. Sick. Derice, who's the captain of the team, is sat the night before the final or the night before the event um looking at pictures of turns and like visualizing them in his mind because he's got to steer the bobsled down the flaming chute right and irv blitzer comes in and then like gives a little speech about how the gold medal is not all it's cracked up to be and he says if you're not enough without it you'll never be enough with it oh and that is like <laughs> when you watch it as a kid you're like yeah, it's a quote. It's like, it doesn't mean The rest day.
1: of the film's too funny for me to care about this. Exactly.
0: But then when you re-watch it at a later date and you're like, that's almost the most important thing in the film because that sums up their pursuit of success and glory. Yeah, because they One, want
1: to prove that they're great. Don't they?
0: the, the two sprinters, obviously, they want to prove that they're Olympians. Um, the um, kind of like waspy business guy who wants to impress his dad. He wants to go to the Olympics to prove that he's worth his dad's love. Like, and then for the guy who they idolize, the guy who kind of, che- he, it turns out that he cheated his way to his gold medals. Um, he, for him to say, like he's a, he's a gold medalist and he's successful, and he's their coach and he's their kind of, their guide. For him to say, look, if you're not enough now before you win, you're never gonna be enough once you win. That just adds extra weight. It doesn't add extra joy. Yeah. It just makes it it can augment your 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 understanding of the situation. But getting success doesn't mean that you've won. No. It just means that you've achieved something. Yes, you should celebrate and be and be congratulated for achieving it. But if you're not enough before, you'll never be enough afterwards. Um, so it's the same situation for what we spoke about in this conversation. Um, he said, yeah, like, I just feel overwhelmed by something. Like, he didn't even know. Because he,
1: he spoke about having a lot of material possessions. So it's yeah. like, I've got this, I've got that. I've paid the mortgage off. So, mm-hmm. yeah, wait, you, you know, you own your house, all your money's yours. But what are you going to do with it? Yeah. You've, you've got more stuff than you need and you're still searching for more. Yeah. So
0: part, I think part of why this, this podcast and this blog have made so much sense is that I feel like there's a lot of people with the same understanding mm-hmm. that, oh, if I, if I get myself a new car I, I still go to work at the same place yeah or oh, if I get myself and for me, it's running shoes. If I get myself a new running shoes, I still have to train to get good. Yeah. Like there's still, there's still work to be done. There's still, there
1: are more rewards. They should be treated as more rewards than anything.
0: I think so, mm-hmm. yes, but like in the context of success, it's like the, the the getting the success is just a vehicle to be able to affect change and help others. It's not a podium for you to stand on. Um, if this person at our job was like, yep, I've got all the success and now I'm great and I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go and live on a fancy island and live the life of Riley, it, what a waste of success. Um, if however which i think is what he does he is using that success to better the lives of others and to kind of help pull people pull other people up that's exactly the way it should be used but if he also feels that he's unfulfilled there's what really struck me is that he said that there's something he didn't he said doesn't know some, what uh, he said uh, i just feel overwhelmed by something like he didn't even know what was overwhelming him um, so I think a little bit of like internal soul searching is required in that situation. Um, but yes, definitely the understanding that, um, yeah, getting everything you want is never really going to be the answer um, because you already have everything you need. I should write that down. Getting everything you want is never going to be the answer because you already have everything you need. Yeah. If you want to read the entire essay, or, like I've literally read... Probably a third of it. Yeah, it's huge. It's a, it's a that's big. That's what one. she said. Um, it's, a, it's a long essay. So if you want to read the essay in its entirety, you head to manifest forward slash refund. refund. And the essay will be available for you to read. However, you should have already read it. You did. Yeah, it's been
1: out three or four days again. It's
0: been out three days.
1: So same time, same place, Come, every Friday.
0: Essay comes out on a. Friday. Friday. Podcast comes out on a Monday. Monday. You didn't know what day it was. I nearly (laughs) said Thursday. You nearly said Thursday. Well that would be incorrect my friend. Incorrect. So yeah I delve a little bit into my um, success situation and um, then talk about what things we should be aiming for instead of aiming for success in bunny Years quotes.
1: And also, we're now, side note, we are one week into a new monthly challenge. We are. We are
0: one week into a monthly challenge.
1: So, for any of you that don't know what this month's monthly challenge is, you need to head to manifestsimplicity.com and sign up to the newsletter.
0: Yes. So, we are... um, outputting all the information about the monthly challenges through the email newsletter because we want to have a bit more of a like conversational style with people um about these um Challenges, so if we can get your email address off you, it means we can shoot emails to you every few days over the course of... We the don't month.
1: like spam or crap or adverts, no, so we're not not none sp- of that.
0: we're not going to spam you, but if we come up with a new idea for completing the monthly challenge or we want to send you something inspirational... Like a progress. Help you. Correct. Yeah, a little bit of progress. Having your email is super helpful because it means we can just send it over to you. Um, so, yes, if you want to sign up for this month's monthly challenge, which has been going now for around seven days... Um, head to manifestsimplicity.com and enter your email, and we'll send you the updates for this month's challenge. Um, if you want to check the previous challenges, you can go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash challenges. Yes. Is that right? I think so. Anyway, go to the website. We've done, done, done
1: social media dry January. We've done frugal Feb, March memories. And yeah. this month, we're, we're in the middle
0: of... <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. Sign up in the emails and we'll tell you. Um, cool. Yes. Yeah, so go and read the rest of this essay. It's a good essay. It's I a, like this it's one. It's a very very good one. Um, and maybe think about how you're defining success um, and realize that. Have you got everything you need already, or is there more that you feel you want? And, if and why? You, and yeah, why do you want those things? Are they are they um, requirements, or are they things that people other people have told you you need? And if there are also things that you do want, what is
1: stopping you getting there? Like, why, if you want this certain thing, if you want to move abroad, if you want to learn that new language, or if you feel that the job you're in isn't fulfilling anymore and you want something else, why?
0: Yeah. What's wrong with the one you've got currently? Do you not enjoy it? Do you want a challenge? Ask yourself. And then you can think about how to move forward. But success should not be the goal. A more meaningful life. Happiness. A more meaningful life and happiness and contribution should be the goal. Okay, shall we do ask Reddit, oh my God. Uh, uh, Ask Reddit. Oh my days. Your answers have taken up the entire page. The entire page. (laughs) Kid would not be happy is 50 (laughs) quid. good old Kim is 50 quid He's 50 quid uh, son.
1: so mine is managers of Reddit what's a stupid reason customer has asked to see you before mm-hmm. I've got two answers um, one was from a restaurant manager Okay, and it goes a little something like this. It's lengthy, but read it. We provide complimentary bread baskets on our dinner tables, and one lady clicked me over clicked because who me. doesn't love that? Clicked to you, on.
0: Excuse me, Darson. Excuse me, uh, the bread.
1: Uh, to tell me that I was running the most unhygienic establishment that she'd ever eaten in, and that with her food hygiene level three certificate, she should have, she could have me shut down. But why the fuss? There was some bunny ears again, jam, jam, on the bread, and I had clearly taken used breakfast stock and tried to cost cut by serving contaminated bread at dinner. Mm. I'd cut the bread not 10 minutes before, burning my hands on it as it was fresh out of the oven, definitely not leftovers. 100%. I apologized profusely, non-committally. Removing the off, uh, offending bread amid increasingly patronising comments about how I really ought to know how to run a restaurant and that being so thick as to do this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. On inspection, the red blobs of jam were drips of bread wine from the bottle next to the <laughs> bread basket that the lady had poured
0: herself. <laughs> Needless to say, I wasn't shut down. <laughs> These people are so dumb. Insane. Yeah, when you cause a problem and then complain about it. But I think the
1: next answer has to be the funniest. So this person used to be the front office manager in a hotel, and in our rooms we had three phones, one next to the bed, one in the bathroom, and one on the desk. This is already a lot, but in the past we also had an additional fourth phone on the bedside table. So one day a customer asked to see me requesting the fourth phone, because you could clearly see the telephone socket in the the wall, which was actually neatly covered up. And thus his room was not complete. <clears throat> I asked him why he needed four phones in his room, and he said because clearly in the past there are four phones, and that's what I paid for. Even though online we did not ad- we did not advertise four phones, but I had maintenance bring up a fourth phone
0: nonetheless. That is absolutely insane. If he
1: did not use all four of those phones, just get out, get in the sea.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. but. He would have to use all four of those phones in a natural, organic way. That's what I mean. And there's no way he did that. If he was in the bathroom and needed to phone someone, maybe just got out of the shower. Use the bathroom phone. Yeah. If you stood by the day you're by the table or you're getting your makeup on or doing your hair in the mirror on the desk and you want to use the desk phone, use that one.
1: What's oh the other means. one? By
0: the door. There's, there's one on by, by the door. Or you're on your way out. Or you're, you're, you're like, oh, I forgot, and you go and I mean, how big ready? are these hotel rooms? But exactly, bruh. If there's just one phone, that's already enough. Yeah, yeah you, don't, you need, don't need four. You don't need two. You don't need two. You need one. Oh, I'm, i you got out of the shower, and I need to make a f- urgent phone call. I know what I'll do. I'll uh, go into the locked room that I'm staying in. <laughs> uh, I could go in naked. There's no, There's no one in there. It's fine. It's, I can go in there and make a phone call using any of the phones. At any point, at any time. God, that's so weird.
1: But yeah, this man wanted his fourth
0: phone. I think that's such a weird comment on um, uh, our requirements and kind of consumer... It's like... Um, well, there was four phones last time. You... Yeah. I've, I, was, I was coming expecting four phones. I found that
1: socket in the wall that uh, you very neatly covered.
0: Uh, there's, there, last time I came, there was four phones. And I expect nothing less than four, four. What I need is excess, so get me excess right now. <laughs> I'm paying. I'm paying to have too many phones, right? So if I don't have too many phones, I'm going to be well sad. In my old job, the strangest thing I ever had
1: as a supervisor was uh, it was a second hand exchange shop I used to work in, um, and this guy tried to trade a TV in without the stand on the back of it. He had the stand. But it didn't have screws in it so when he came back the cashier told him that we couldn't take it unless he just got the screws for the stand and this man went off oh. he went oh. off he was like threatening to pull out a machete and shank everyone like blowing, up, blowing up the shopping centre Um, he, and then I ended well This he did this to me he said I will slay you slay you, <laughs> you <shoulders laughs> Who are you this he is Lord of the Rings he was going insane like waving his hands about and then security came and he went don't you touch me I will punch you and but like, he literally just started going off at these security guards. And That's all they were crazy. like was, what's going on? Yeah. And I literally had to stand there and say, we just need the four screws for the stand. Yeah, you
0: just need to get four screws. And you'll <laughs> def- you'll be the fine. guy ended up throwing the TV on the floor and just walking out. <laughs> Talking of throwing it on the floor. Um, I remember once um, someone came into the place where we work. Yeah and um wanted their job doing immediately mm-hmm. and our supervisor ian um came over and said look we, we, we can't fit you in we're full for today um but we can get you seen as quickly as we can maybe tomorrow and this guy was like oh, i've driven from blah, 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 to get here and i've got this and it's broken and i need it i need it looking at mm. um and Ian was like well look I can't do that for you and this guy went mental <laughs> like he went proper mental screaming at me because I was It's trying, 50 quid yeah, well, I, was, he, I was trying to help him so he was screaming at me and then Ian was trying to help him so he was screaming at Ian Obviously. and then at the, the I think he'd owned it for like probably three, three nearly four years and Ian had the power to just give him a refund instead and he was like you're not behaving like someone that we want in our store <laughs> so I'm just going to give you your money back I'll take the product and then you just go and don't come back <laughs> I was like, (laughs) wow. It's like using a refund as an attack. (laughs) That is (laughs) so good. good. That was (laughs) sick. Um, I also remember back, back, back in the day, my first ever job, I worked in a running shop in London. And, Running. I and i got paid under the till at the end of the day and i got paid 10 pounds an hour wow. as a first job not because i was worth the money baller, big baller bruh not because i was worth the money but because 10 was a very easy number to count at the end of the day it was so if you've worked six hours you're making 60 quid if you worked eight hours how many quids is that it's 80. It's 90 pounds. 90 pounds. Um, so basically they'd pay me out of the till at the end of the day, which was like super illegal, no insurance, no nothing. However, the running shop was like quite reputable. We'd get celebs coming in and buying running shoes for the marathon and things like that. It was based in Covent Garden. Are you
1: measuring your success on this
0: job? Correct. Um, you shouldn't do that. No, you shouldn't measure your success based on someone else's idea of success. Um, success is what you have already. What you want is fulfilment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just dropping the mic. Uh, we had someone come in the week after the London Marathon with some shoes they bought off us, which they've qu- clearly run the marathon in <laughs> and say that they didn't like the fit and that they rubbed their feet and they asked for a free fund <laughs> Not <laughs> In a pair of shoes that they've just run like... They probably ran a training run and then the marathon and then tried to return them. <laughs> <laughs> we were like... No, <laughs> because the London Marathon was last week <laughs> and you came in the week before that to buy them for the London Marathon <laughs> and they look like they've been running, so not going to happen, unfortunately. People are so silly, aren't they? Oh, <sighs> So good. So You know doing the
1: whole Forrest Gump running thing, yeah. doesn't it? It reminded me the other day we were doing uh, movie quotes in Welsh. <laughs> like Welsh sture, accents
0: Stu from work is, uh, is a is a man of Welsh descent so it's
1: like uh, oh what was some of the ones just doing a Welsh going running, accent I'm running boy I'm going running <laughs> <laughs> run for rest run <laughs> okay. I'll be
0: back <laughs> I'll be back to be sure
1: no that's Irish <laughs> that's Irish <laughs>
0: to be sure oh god I'm so bad at accents <laughs> I can do Seth, if I quite well
1: yeah you can to
0: be sure um back. okay that's a good ask reddit if you have the ask the manager haircut, sort yeah. Oh, this is what I was going to talk about. Um, there was a woman in today who had the typical ask, bob the, ask the manager haircut. The like high cut bob at the back with the like sharp bits next to the ears, bleached pink on one side and dyed black on the other side. Oh, okay. Um, with her like slovenly children. Who were like clothes, clothes like hanging off and like bad manners and basically badly raised. And she was, I was just waiting for her to ask for the manager. And did she? I don't know, I left Uh. before she had had a chance. Um, But yeah, that typical haircut. I love that meme where it's like when you're waiting to see the manager, (laughs) it's just a woman with that typical haircut. I love that stuff. Okay, my Ask Reddit is completely unrelated except from the fact that. You, we have mispronounced a lot of words recently. We did. Okay. Which mispronunciation of a word causes the most grief? Jalapeno. Jalapeno. <laughs> mm. Fucking hate it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even remember that one.
1: My uh, I have a friend that does it, and I can't tell if he's doing it on purpose that's or if that's thing. the way he yeah, says yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you and can't like, tell I that. allow it because it's whatever, but I'm just like, it's jalapeno. But you're a dick if they it jalapen- say jalapeno. Is it jalapeno? Jalapeno. Jalapeno. jalapeno.
0: Um, so, my brother in law, Rory, I don't know if he listens to this. If he does, hi Charlie, hi Rory. Um, he did Spanish at university. Ah. And whenever you say a like mildly Spanish word around him, he'll just whisper under his breath how it's actually pronounced. So, if you say chorizo, he'll say, oh, actually, chorizo or whatever it is. Chorizo. And you're like, oh, God, Rory, just give it a rest. Just get in the sea, Rory. <laughs> He's great. He's funny. Yeah, yeah I like so,
1: this top one you've got here. Yeah. Frustrated without the first R. Yeah. So, so it's just frustrated. Frustrated.
0: It's got Frust,
1: an R in it. Frustrated.
0: People say frustrated. I'm frustrated. No, 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 you're not. You're frustrated. Frustrated. It's got a fr yeah. in it.
1: Chipotle. Chipotle or it's chipotle. Espresso versus expresso Yeah.
0: So which one is it? Espresso. Yeah, es- espresso. 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 This one's for Marco. Marco. Espresso. Man like Marco. Um. Yeah, so there was a few pronunciations in there that were messed up. Chorizo being one of them. Thio- oh, Chorizo. I'm trying to think of the one that would annoy me. I think me. it's got a TH in it.
1: Jalapeno really pisses yeah, me off. Really that's
0: really aggravating. That makes me feel a little bit ill.
1: Uh, Are there any others?
0: I think there's probably lots more.
1: There are out there. There's going to be. Tortilla. Oh, tortilla. Yeah. I
0: think all of them are like... Spanish. They're yeah. all Spanish. Well, it's words that we've kind of adopted as um, part of the English lexicon, when in fact they are... Um, uh, Foreign. Words from other countries. We'll,
1: we'll be getting rid of them once Brexit.
0: <laughs> what baguettes? Bugwet. Yeah, so I said spaghetti the other day, and Marco laughed in my face. Marco's our Italian colleague Baguette. He's the... Most attractive man I've ever seen in my life. And he's really nice. Mm. Um When I introduce him to other customers, I'm like, right, be careful. Don't look directly into his eyes because you will fall in love with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it makes for a very awkward conversation. What is? I like, I like to create awkwardness. I like, uh, oh, I was going to say something just then. I can't remember what it is. Tortillas. Spaghetti. 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 You have to do it with the Italian hand. Oh,
1: I had one a second ago and I forgot You have to do it
0: with the Italian hand, like this.
1: The more word we do... Oh, baguette. No, not that one. Croissant. Croissant. It's croissant. Yeah. Spelt, but it's croissant.
0: If you say croissant, get out. If you say croissant and you're not French, get out. It's a croissant, right? If you don't say... Croissant, something's seriously wrong, right? It's not a croissant. It's, it's not, not a croissant.
1: croissant.
0: It's not a croissant. A croissant. That's a croissant. It. It's a croissant, right? Or a pan au chocolat.
1: Pan au chocolat.
0: That's it. Um, I think that's it. We're, rapping. We rap, 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 r- r- we're r- wrapping. We're wrapping up. It up. Okay, so if you do want to read the entirety of this week's essay, refund, head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash refund, and you can read the whole thing there. Um, so, um, I think we're going to get on with our rest of our lives. Oh, my God. Will you stop reading the things that I'm supposed to read?
1: <laughs> <What>? So <laughs>
0: aggravating. Uh, But don't forget, guys, you can get your new mattress down at Dave's Big Furniture Wonderland for only $4.99. When you use use the code MANIFEST on checkout. Manifest stupidity. Right, it's time for us to get back to the real world, but we'll see you next time on Manifest Simplicity. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave us a five-star review. That way more people get to hear the show. And And your your challenge this week is to send this podcast link. You click share in your podcast app you then send it to someone you think would get some value out of it. You would all do this if you could see his own hand action. I'm doing right lots of hand movements right now. I'm basically Hassan Minhaj. He's a very good comedian. You should check out his special on Netflix. Um, send it to someone you think would like it, and then they will also get to join in this cult that we started. Ah, we're a cult now. We've yes. progressed. We've got ads and we're a cult. Okay. Get your mattress now. Um, if you want to read more things we've written, please head to the blog at manifest simplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on Instagram by searching manifest simplicity or Twitter by searching manifest simplicity. Monthly challenges are in your inbox. So
1: you need the newsletter for those people. You need the newsletter.
0: Head to manifest simplicity.com. Sign up with your email address and we'll email you updates on this this month's monthly challenge. Um, and also, if you follow us on the gram, then you'll see all that good stuff. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We're going. That's Get it. Going. This one's less than an hour.
1: I know. And we've only mentioned Anton once. So now we're going yes. to mention
0: him again. We high-fived, everyone. <laughs>